All right, chapter one, representing motion. As this falcon moves in a graceful arc through the air, the direction of its motion and the distance between each of its positions and the next are constantly changing. What language should we use to describe this motion? Each preview also looks back at an important past topic with a question to help refresh your memory. Describing motion. The series of images of a skier clearly shows his motion. Such visual depictions are a good first step in describing motion. In this chapter, chapter, you'll learn more to make motion diagrams that provide a simplified view of the motion of an object. Numbers and units. Quantitative descriptions involve numbers and numbers require units. The speedometer gives speed in miles per hour and kilometers per hour. You'll learn the units used in science, and you'll learn to you convert between these in more familiar units. Goal is to introduce the fundamental concepts of motion and to review related basic mathematical principles. Looking back, trigonometry. In a previous course, you learned math- mathematical relationships among the sides and the angles of triangles. In this course, you'll use these relationships to analyze motion and related problems. So, in a triangle, adjacent is the side that's adjacent to the hypotenuse, and then opposite is the bottom. And then the hypotenuse is the is the slant. Okay, and then first question, what is the length of the hypotenuse, so the slanted one, of this triangle? It's 10, because you would use the Pythagorean theorem, which I forgot, Um, but it's the, um, adjacent square, square root of the adjacent squared, plus the opposite squared yes so right bottom square both of them and then take the square root